Wanna go? Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, someone just left, but yeah. Any questions today? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a question. Yeah. I don't know if it's for Lenny or whatever. Um, you know, a lot of this non dual talk it makes a lot of sense. I mean, I know it makes sense, but then I have this body that has all these emotions and I don't know what to do with all that Well, it would be unwise to exclude it because it's very influential on the experiential level, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, and so, but it's not like an either-or thing. Yeah, and in a way, but I don't see there's any conflict. The action figure, while here, uh, demands a tax. You're going to have to pay attention to it somewhat, yes? A tax. You you have to sort of render unto Caesar's what Caesar's. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes, that type of thing. Yeah. And so, and the tricky thing is, is when that which you're not, let's say, claimed to be the body, hears non-duality, it tries to take advantage of non-duality as what you're not. Yeah, it's one of the first things you need to point out to people because that's what happens. Yeah. So. We, as what we're not, hears the message, always claims to be the hearer, and then it looks to see what kind of advantage it can get out of with it. Yeah, so like in, in recovery circles, well, if there is no self and there's no one to be alcoholic, then why do I have to do the steps? You know what I mean? You know, it's, it's a weird logic, but it makes sense to them. But if they, and yet if they don't do the steps, they'll be drunk, you know, non dualists. Yeah, because they're. They're trying to, um, there's a uh, confusion about body, what, what is, what's rendered to this and what's given to that, let's say, yeah? So, and you can't use that, the non-duality, to get out of this as this. It doesn't work, yeah? What happens is if you see this from... Well, you're always seeing it from non-duality, but let's say if you're seeing this from what you are, there's a loss of interest in it. Not meaning that, oh, you're going to let it go to seed and fuck like that, you know, just lay on the couch all day. That's what people are afraid of. No, there's plenty of interest that can be lost in this. And actually, it would do a lot better with less interest, really, because it can't shoulder the responsibility of being the center of the universe. It's way too much for it, yeah? And it really can't take the battering of so many thoughts about it. It just—it would be much night. It would—I'm telling you—it's the—it's the recipient of the greatest uh, relief, yeah, by seeing what it's not. Yeah, when this sees what it's not, which is this, there's a relief for this. Yeah, so you—you you lose interest, but it's not like you just go flatline. You know, it goes on and on. Yeah, and then. You can see how the head, which is of this, wants to deny this completely, yeah, with non-duality. And now it basically wants to get out of, like a get out of jail free card while it's in jail. Yeah, yeah, so, you, you know, so there's, um, 
So if you have a lot of difficulties or emotional situations or this and that, then you could use who am I like a skillful mean. Yeah, you could use what you're not to ask what it's not. Hey, who am I? Or what am I? Or, or from whence do I come? And that would take, that would allow some pause or relief for this. Yeah. So instead of, let's say the mind, the head's worrying about next week, the emphasis wouldn't be should you or shouldn't be worried about next week, or is it, you know, is it worthy of being worried about it? It would just be asked, who is it that's worrying about next week? Yeah. Just throw the, Allow, see, look at the body. The body, everything is this way, yeah? Yeah, your eyes, nose, mouth, it, we're, it's this way, yeah? So it's, everything's going out. Attention and interest follows, yeah? So you want to see, every once in a while, turn it in and just see, yeah, who is, who's there? And it's never, the emphasis never goes on the topic or the stream of thought, it's just on the subject, so... So that's one skillful means, and there's tons of skillful means. Buddhism has thousands of them. In AA, we have tons of them. We have a serenity prayer that you can use when things seem to get overwhelming and you're getting sort of, quote-unquote, caught up. You can say, hey, uh, God or whatever, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and then have the courage to change the things I can, and then the wisdom of the difference takes like 20 seconds, yeah. And so there's all these ways you can learn to sort of divert or, or uh, suspend the attention going to whatever it is, yeah? So you just learn skillful means. There's tons of, that's what most spirituality is, is skillful means for the brain and the body, yeah? It's for the brain and the body. Meditation is good for the blood pressure. It's good for nerves. It's good for a crazy monkey mind, yeah? It's sort of like the old thing in Hinduism, like following your breath with like a pole and there's a monkey on it and you're just sending the monkey up and down, up and down. After a while, it gets calmer, yeah? It's not going all this, it's uh, follow, follow, follow. These are all skillful means to deal with the body brain. That's what most spirituality is truly targeting. Non-duality, is not spiritual. It isn't. It's just telling you there's not what you think there is. Yeah, that's all. And so that will illuminate everything else. Where skillful means you're trying to sort of just lessen or relieve the pressure that builds up here, being emotional, physical, mental, and having all these different conditions that don't stabilize. Yeah, they don't. You, be, you can be in a beautiful place and then, ooh, your back goes out and shit like that. And as you get older, it just goes out with no, you don't even know, what the hell? I was sleeping and it went out. So, you know, there's these things happen. And so the attention and interest rushes there. And then it starts attending to it. And then the mental state jumps on it and starts obsessing. And so now the pain is used to produce a mental suffering and an emotional suffering because you don't want something to be the way it is. Yeah, it's just that. You're in aversion or desire. You're desiring it to be something else and you're trying to, you're trying to avert it. You're trying to, to uh, push it away and it just produces more fucking... It's sort of like stepping on flypaper. Every, every move you make anchors you more on the flypaper. 
Yeah. Once you step in and then you put your hand down, uh, and then you're not, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Don't get into that. Yeah. Just get out of the feeling. No, no I'm not explaining my experience. Uh, I'm not, I'm not uh, pretending uh, like, like yeah. I know something. That's actually my experience when I'm when I'm in it. It's like I reach for okay, some kind of practice or some for some you know non-dual thought or whatever. And it, I feel like it's so overwhelming. The experience is so overwhelming. To so, who? Yeah, in a way, you only know your body through the mind, though. So the mind is adding a lot to it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to stop this, then we'll have a talk, but yeah. So, remember, you can always throw that little works, well, who's overwhelmed? Or whose body is flipping out? Or whatever. Just to sort of add an element that's not usually there. Yeah? Just question the subject, because this... A lot of the meaning to what's happening is coming from the subject, the pseudo-subject, yeah? So if, if you can cut the sort of supply line off, that thing that you think is this way may look different. Yeah? Yeah. And I've had, yeah. We can roll the image. You no, know, because that's another thing. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so. Offering. See, this is the point. They're okay. all inclusive, yeah? But in lovely, this is a great opportunity to, you know, because usually all the skillful means are after the word but. Yeah, so everyone, oh, I felt so incredibly alive, but, and then the world gets reasserted. Yeah, so all of that, so let's, I just, let's just stay before the but today. Yeah, which is what's actually so. Yeah, what's actually so isn't what comes or goes. What's actually so isn't what can be perceived. What actually so has no beginning nor end. What's actually so is not of time. It's not of thought. It's not of emotion. It's not of physicality. It's an inherent, always available at all times, right where we are or where we're not, uh, contextual space that's undeterred, nor, un, nor moved by any of the tremors and the earth shakes and the fucking tsunamis of our little seeming existence, yeah? Content and context. Content is drenched with context, yeah? Yes. But in one sense, it's not context. In appearance, it's content. And therefore, in appearance, it has different laws it lives by, different situations it's in, Things are coming and going, they seem to be as real as real can be. And this and that, it's dreaming, yeah? So in the dreaming, there's need for situations and skillful means because you've got a whole lot, lot of time to get fucked, 
Yeah. And it usually to get fucked is like in a second. To become unfucked takes months sometimes. Yeah. There's a weird thing here. You can destroy a house in two minutes, but the, you'd have to build it, it would take months. Yeah. So it's a weird destruction is much faster here than any kind of growth. <laughs> yeah. So you're dealing with this. It's not a level playing field. Yeah, it's you're like you're like sleeping on an incline. You're rolling always down. Yeah, in a way. Yet while all this is going on, you can see possibly not from the dreamt because the dreamt, the stubborn claiming of being you, causes so many messages that are meant to the lion to be claimed as the sheep. Yeah, it's just the way it goes. So you have to see these fundamental pitfalls. If you don't, you're looking at from their effects. It's just that simple, yeah. You'll be trying to become like a lion as a sheep. And you'll, there'll be a lot of other seeming lions appearing as sheep trying to do the same thing. And maybe you'll get a sense of belonging and that's really what you're in there for. That's fine and dandy. But there's no transcendence in that because you're attempting to transcend the sheep to end up at the lion, and you're a lion all the while. So that's not going to work. Now, are you going to feel a sense of belonging as the sheep with a group of like-minded lion sheep? Yeah. Then just say that. Yeah, I like this community I'm involved with, and that's fine and dandy. It's it's it doesn't have to be exalted to a height where this is my vehicle of transcendence, because in that case, it's not correct. Yeah, you can't transcend an imaginary place. This would have to be real to transcend it, yes? And you would have to be real to transcend it, <laughs> yeah? So if you're a product of a system that's imaginary, and then the product of the system wants to transcend the system, that's, that's a huge part of the system, yeah? The huge part of the system is attempting to transcend it. That's how, then, see, we think there's an out. There's no out in the system. All the entrances, all the exits are entrances, yeah? As long as you're there, the system is alive and well. Oh yes, we're ready to launch. The system will go with you. <laughs> it's off. Now, I'm going to escape, but you're trying to escape as it. This is the, if you don't see it, that's fine. But if you do see it, that's non-duality. If you don't see it, it's fine. No one has to see this. You'll come to it sooner or later, because inevitably, what's a, what are failed systems going to show you? They're failed. And hopefully when you see that which you've been relying on isn't you, yeah, then maybe a possibility will arise that can never arise for you. It has to arise in the absence of you, yeah. And then, in time, the you will claim it, so let's point that out, that's what's going to happen. The dream, the dreamt is going to say it's heard that it's the dreaming. And now it's going to entertain what it's like to be the dreaming as the dreamt. That's not it, yes? You see the dreaming from the dreaming, and you see the dreamt <laughs> as part of the dreaming, yes? Not this way, looking at this, it's this way, yeah? So it's, we say it very, very simple. This is a fundamental misdirection. And the mis misdirection can be 
stated as we're looking for what we are from what we're not. Yes. So we believe we're somewhere that we're not, and we're looking for what we are from what we're not. Yeah. So obviously, if you are what's looking, then all the looking for a conceptual idea of you is blinding you to the fact that you are what you're looking for, obviously. I mean, that would be the vehicle for it to hide itself from itself, is by looking for itself. <laughs> Just, it, this, that's the way it goes. So we're gonna go, hey, wait a minute. Let's just maybe, if I see, yeah, or if they're seeing of what I'm not, looking for what I am, if I can see that from not there, so if I see it from what's seeing, so I see what I'm not, looking for what I am, from what I am, that goes somewhere, that works, yeah? That works. Now, innocently, what happens is we mostly end up this. We are mostly identified as the sheep, right? Looking to become a lion, all the while being a lion. Yeah? That's the dilemma. So where would you go? What? So every move that the lion, a.k.a. sheep, makes is actually reinforcing the idea that it's a sheep. Yes? Like Ramana says it very, very clearly presupposing, yes, of a non-existent thing, wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. So, what you're not, trying to get out of what you're not as what you're not, let's say. <laughs> Good luck. So, all right, what's going to happen? What's going to happen if there's this little mistake? Yeah, so, the animation is taking to be what's animated. So, the hand is taking itself to be the glove that it's animating. Yeah? So now it wants to be free as a glove. So it's looking for salvation as a glove when the real salvation is from the glove. Yeah? So now, when, so let's say the glove has now heard the message. Yeah? The real salvation is from the glove. So now the glove tries to get free from the glove. That's more glove. Again, so we've just caught the second trap or the third trap. What happens if the hand hears it's not the glove? Not the glove. The glove hearing it's not the glove just, just freaking twists it up, man. It just would have been so much happier not hearing it. But now, but now the hand hears it's not the glove. What possibility arises, maybe? Pulls itself out. <laughs> now it's not trying to escape as what it's not. It escapes from what it's not, and the escape was always available at all times because it's not the glove. Yeah. Now what happens here? time and everything, the glove, you seemingly, the hand goes back in the glove, yeah? And then the glove says, oh, I was a hand for a second, but I, I forgot. Now I'm the glove again. No, it hasn't. You're listening from the glove's point of view. It's always going to attempt to validate itself. Oh, you were gone for a second, but it's again. I've got you. And so you start talking, oh, I lost it. It's all bullshit. It's all narration from the glove. The hand is 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 the hand. <laughs> it can't be a glove. It never was a glove. Yeah. It's even a stretch in this example to say it's in a glove. Yeah. But see, it makes it easier. And so let's say, just let's say, 
You're living life as the glove, so everything you meet, it gets interpreted through the glove. Yes, so now you live an interpretation. And you have a, a, a period of your life in some moments when you're in like a real freedom from that occupation, of let's say surfing or sex or something, where you're free for a second from the glove, yeah? But the glove reasserts itself, and now the glove tells the story of how great it was to be free from itself. Yeah, for those five minutes. So maybe you get five minutes, and yet you got the next 23 hours and 55 minutes being the glove. <laughs> it gives you five minutes, maybe. Maybe, if you're lucky. Not five minutes a day, maybe every six months, usually at a retreat or some other fucking place. Yeah, so, so now, so okay. So, <laughs> so you're feeling everything, and so everything's being interpreted, and you have a time when you were young where life was happening, yeah? You didn't, you didn't have time yet. I wasn't worried, will I be playing next week? Because I had no idea next week. I didn't, I didn't have to go to playing school. You know, Ma, I think I'm, my playing's pretty weak. Let's go to, let me get a tutor or something. No, it was just fucking being a kid because there was no other possibility that you'd entertain. <coughs> so therefore, suddenly, you entertain the possibility, hey, I can be out of the moment. You entertain the possibility. I'm a loser. You entertain the possibility I'll never be loved. Whatever it is. And therefore, the glove reasserts itself, asserts, and then you really want to get out of it, but it's that you get out of it as it. So it captures you. It uses that energy of wanting to escape to reinforce itself. Yeah? The more you want to get out, the more it reinforces. Like it says, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the fucking non-existent thing. How can they destroy the non-existent thing? So it wants to provoke an energy because that energy it feeds on. So you're wanting to get out. It's got some powerful mojo, momentum. Yeah, and so it, it uses that to reinforce the idea that you're in. It's beautiful. If what would happen if you stopped, you'd question, are you fucking in? Or who is it that's in? But it never stops. The seeking and the drive and the agitation goes on and on and on. And then if you try to stop as that, it doesn't fucking work. It doesn't. It's, you're just waiting for the gift, you know? No, the stopping is loss of interest in all the movement, yes? So that which is wanting to escape isn't you. So you lose interest in the escape, and that's the great wisdom of no escape. There's no escape from an imaginary place. So now that energy is being used, my wanting to get out of the glove is being used to reinforce the glove, the hand's in the glove, but it's traveling fucking lighter. The glove travels lighter, because the hand isn't taking it as seriously as it once did. Yes? You have a glove life. Your family's going to know you as a glove. It's never going to see you as... You know what I mean? It's just, you're a glove all the way in that situation, yeah? But you're not. That's the good news. And there aren't any people, ultimately. You know, this is all insane, really. You're going to go to sleep tonight. It's all gone. We were talking about it in Ireland or somewhere. You know, you work so hard as this, even knowing that this is going to end. I mean, can you imagine? You've worked out to get it perfectly fit, and then you have a heart attack. <laughs> you worked out for 40 years. <laughs> I mean, why not invest in something that's fucking reliable? That which is always available at all time, that does not come or go. There's no end to it, no beginning. Yes, Jesus, there's so much, 
Ah, you'll be able to enjoy peace of mind. Enjoy peace of mind. Peace of mind is available, but our ability to enjoy it may not be available, especially as the glove. You'll enjoy peace of mind. Like we say in AA, you'll understand the word serenity and no peace. You'll have an intimacy of, of these aspects of mind you can't acquire or arrive at or get. They're just, they express through you. You know, when certain things occur and there's relief, these things come out, yeah? And so you can feel that peace, you can feel that availability, you can sense that presence, yeah? Yeah. There isn't you sensing the presence, there's just sensing a presence, yes? And it's so obvious you have nothing to do with it, it's the basis of humility, yeah? Which is a sound, sound, sound principle to live by here as an action figure, it is. Because there's no claiming, no ownership, no thing, I, I did it, therefore I cannot do it. No, it's just things are expressing for you. Yeah, they don't need thought to conjure them up or to reinforce them. And you now start living before thought instead of after thought. Yeah, you start living before thought. You see thoughts. You hear them. You don't listen to them, you hear them. Yeah. Instead of being the product of thought, you're before the thoughts. And now the horse is in front of the car. And you see what comes after, and by seeing what comes after, it, there's an intimacy of what's before, and it's us. That's what's before, awareness. That's what's before, and there's nothing before that. There's no seer, no divine seer, there's seeing, there's awareness. And then see what happens with situations. When I got run over by the car, I was in a hospital, man, and at that point, maybe I made a lot of mountains out of molehills, but this seemed to be a real mountain. And uh, that, those events brought me to points where I could not take anymore, and more kept coming. I never, I felt, what you would call extreme powerlessness. I had no choice. I had nothing to do with anything that was going on. I couldn't even move my head. And I just, I reached. I remember this time with my, my sister. Uh, I had a big operation and they put you in uh, intensive care. This intensive care was a trip. It was like a it was like a room and there was a divider, it didn't go all the way. And at the, so there was like, you could walk to both sides. And at the end of the divider was a nursing station. And across there was a big triage with a big curtain, shower curtain. <coughs> people who, broken bodies would be brought in and they'd try to fucking save them, right? And so I was on one side and the people were screaming, fucking moaning, praying. It was unbelievable. And I was there, I came to, and uh, I was suddenly, there was a big commotion, and these people came in, these gurneys taking bodies to the triage. Yeah, I could see it, I could see in the distance, and there was a big hubbub. And then about a half hour later, these, these people came in, and the doctor met them right at my bed. Just, and the bed, I was wide awake. 
and I heard this doctor telling one of these people that their son died. I couldn't fucking believe it. No one knew I was even there. I was just unbelievable, like a wolf, you know, and just unbelievable. It just broke me. I just couldn't take it anymore. It just took, and yet I had to take more. It's no, and no power. So in that morning, my mother, my sister came to visit me, and I told her, I fucking cannot take it anymore. You know, you gotta get me out of this hospital. And, if, and then she advocated me to move to her house, and they had a hospital bed, and I stayed there for eight more months. But, uh, man. We have these statements, powerless. That's the, that's the dilemma. You think things can change. It's this typical Buddhism, aversion and desire. It's the biggest distorting factor. If life isn't in a field of acceptance and only diversion and aversion and desire is happening, that's the epitome of duality. That's dualism completely. Yes? Whatever shows up, you better greet it and give it its minute on the stage. If you try to rush it off, it's gonna keep showing back up because love demands itself from you. It's gonna demand itself from you if you're lucky. And you're gonna have to go through shit you'd like to avoid because something will be pulled out of this that's been claimed and held and turned into something and it will be brought into, it'll become love again. Yes, it'll become acceptance and fucking space and all like that. So sometimes you're thinking you're being cursed, but it's an incredible gift. It's an incredible gift because certain things in this little storyline of dreaming yourself out of the dreaming have to happen for that to occur. Yeah. So all the while you can at least have an understanding, at least, of your role here. Yeah. To see that you're the dreaming of the dreaming, you're giving everything all the meaning it has. Everything, all the meaning it has. Yeah. So there won't be blame and dumping and shit like that. You'll realize all of this that has come to pass is meant to be because it came to pass. As simple as that. My only judge of the past is if it was supposed to happen, it did. If it wasn't supposed to happen, it didn't. That's simple. There's no, it could have, it should have, it would have, it no, it's just the way it is. Yeah. It all dissipates, dissipates, and nothing is left to mark on us, nothing. Are you broken in deep sleep, are you? I don't know, for me, when I heard this, it was like an unspoken yes. It was just something new beyond knowing. It just was done for me. It was, oh man, it was just a fucking great day. <laughs>
I didn't think of it at the time, but how it's planned out, panned out. It's just a, what an incredible little love. It's like it was whispered, you know, in a very short, you know, you're not that. <laughs> There's great relief in it to the point you get to that little yogic mantra I like, which is gone, gone, gone to the other shore, having arrived at the other shore upon having never left. That's the message of it, yeah. Cut out the gone, 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 there's no other shore, everything is based on having never left. That's the real, if you wanted to travel a certain way, that would be the song, that would be like the theme song. If they could put a little nice little jingle on it, on having, upon having never left, basically. <laughs> And then just at the end, it just gets all erased upon having them left. <laughs> so why not have it up there? The other shit's going to come, but why would you want that to have precedence? Why not have it on having them left and then all this stuff? Instead of all the stuff and hoping you finally fucking arrive upon having them left. How about here upon having them left and then see what comes after? <laughs> Why do you want to make what's before a arrival point after? Let it be before. Fuck, give up the, the uh, desire for a great journey of, of discovery. Upon having never left, you allow, you allow you to travel quite lighter here. <laughs> You'll really sleep well. <laughs> statement brings up such a nice feeling. Wouldn't you love that if someone would have come maybe after 60 years, someone puts their hand in shoulder and says, upon having never left Paul, everything's cool. Thank you. Such a nice soothing uh, just love it, doesn't it? Just sort of gives you a nice little all that coiledness can unwind, yeah. And then you see how much all this is, is about time, yeah. When it's on part having never left, because there's a belief you left, that you got to get back, and then on and on and on and on and on. It's all based on this idea that you have left. Or before that you have to arrive, which is based on you must have left, yeah, somehow. So upon having never left, there's no need to arrive, yeah? Then maybe you'll be exactly right here, right now, without any effort or thought, yes? Because you are here and now. It'd be nice to notice it, eh? Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't it? Instead of, I'll notice it when I'm at that. No, no. Like we say in AA, there's this thing in AA, how many meetings should you go? This one? That would be a good one to attend. Wherever you are, fucking attend it. <laughs> the immediacy escapes us. We'd like to arrive. We 
the idea that you know our part having never left because it seems to erode the importance of us. Yes, the story. Once it once upon a time, yeah, that's usually this would end all those books upon having never left. <laughs> all those fairy tales. Once upon a time, ah, oh, upon having never left. Just some blank pages. <laughs> Fill up with what happens. <laughs> Don't you feel it? The timelessness of it? It's so beautiful. Upon having never left just takes all the, squeezes all the, the time juice out of the whole story. <laughs> the one will go back into the flow. Yes. Yeah, you feel it? Yeah. Time is, time is a big, time is a dry current that we're fucking drowning in. <laughs> really. I don't know, I don't think I've ever read anything really that does justice to time. I haven't read anything in years, but I mean, maybe in physics you could get something good, but time is such an influence. Watch everyone driving, you know. I know some guy's trying to beat past me, he's probably working, and he's got to get somewhere. Yes, always. Time, 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 time. And it doesn't matter. You can be totally, have a totally chilled out day. The head is of time, yeah. It can't seem to stop. It's got this, like an urge almost, you know, like a habitual, it can't just, just, it's not you, fucking don't peg all your hopes onto that. Agitation begets agitation. Can't, you know, can't use agitation or activity to produce stillness, that would be activity. Yes, it's a fundamental flaw in the system. It can't be relied upon. All right, well, I want to go eat. Yes, so eh? any questions? Oh, you had your question already. You, pre, you had a pre-question. I was going to mention uh, along the lines of skillful means. One of the things you said a couple of times is the, uh, the identified me is absolutely not going to get anything out of this. Yeah. And how that, because it arrives, it's not something I try to remember, you know, if I'm in a, in a That is such a relief that it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And, then, and then how it illuminates, like when something else has come up, like, you know, of course, a miracle lesson that, uh, you know, where you're, I give as I receive. So instead of having to go somewhere to service, there's realizing, oh, that's why that works. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're still managing other people that it wouldn't have worked before without that illumination. It would have been like, I still have to open it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, so it's weird how. How that conducted all. It's real. It wouldn't be soul means at all, even though it's exactly the same lesson. And yes. Then, yeah. And then it's like, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. And that's like the getting out of self, but not as identified self. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the beauty of it, because that intimates what we've been talking about. So you can see, see if you see the like the holes, you're not in the hole. Yeah, so if you see the holes, you're not in the hole. 
If you look in the hole, you'll see all the professor of holes in there. <laughs> but if you see the hole, you're not in the hole. That's all that, that's the value of knowing the hole. <laughs> so you hear these little ways the system keeps claiming, and maybe, you know, things like that happen and things start dovetailing. Yeah, yeah. It becomes seamless after a while. Yeah? It becomes seamless. It really does. You entertain ideas or possibilities, and then they get verified in, in the observation of everything. Yeah? It's cool. All right. Hey, I want to make an announcement. When am I in Toronto? June 14th? I'm in Toronto in June, so go to the website because I keep getting people telling me everywhere I go, I didn't know you were going there, so I'm just going to start announcing them on YouTube. And I'm in the 12th. The 12th Just go to the website, zenbitslap.com, zenbitslap.com events. Yes? And then, 